With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Down, up, down, up, down, up. Come on, more energy. Down. Up, oh, that is a magnificent thing, as we like to call it in the industry. Uh, upside, downside. So, what we want is the upside. Now we're focusing on Essendon today. We're going to go through all the clubs, uh, the upsides or some upsides heading into 2024 and some of the downsides. So I'll give you a few examples off the 40 Winks uh, temper. Uh, Albert and Tim are hanging on. They're going to give us their thoughts uh, of what we're sort of looking for. So Chris in Bateman's Bay is a big bomber. Barracks for Arsenal. Won't hold that against him. Hey, Jules, the Bombers have a massive upside. Defensively stronger. Expect a lift from Reed and Cox. Dersma adds class. The Davy Twins and Tex Wanganeen will get better and better and will get a full preseason under Scotty. It all points to a positive 2024 for him. I am sitting. Calm the Bombers, says Chris in Batemans Bay. Another one here. All other teams look to improved, and the Bombers don't look like they have added much, and they paid overs for Ben Mackay a player that's injury-prone, so I'm really worried. Now, that's a bit of a misnomer that he's injury-prone. So if you go through his last three years, 2021 he played 22 games, so he played every game. Uh, He played 15 games in 2022 and 19 games this year. So you look at his career, it's 71 games over about eight seasons. But in recent times, he's played most of those games. So I don't think his body uh, is a big concern. And then we've got one more down here. This is I don't know if this is the sort of stuff we want, but, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Carlton supporter, Cam from Churnside Park. Jules, upside and downside. Upside, closer to your first finals win in nearly 7,000 days. Downside, they'll just keep losing finals, says Cam in Churnside Park. Mitch, that's not funny. Hey, Rod, that's not funny. Well, we've won a flag more recently than you, Cam. So anyway, let's get to the lines. Uh, Albert in Essendon wants to join in this conversation. G'day, Albert. Hi, Jules. How are you going, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, uh, upside for your team. People want to go there now. I mean, how extraordinary. That, that hasn't happened for a long time. So your your, your side is attracting play, rightly or wrongly, and whoever may be, people want to be a part of what Scotty's selling. So yeah. that's got to be a positive for you. Um, downside, I don't understand why you took the ruck at 35 years of age. I know it'll free up Draper. Um, she didn't do much for North this year. I think that's... a it's going to struggle for you, and I think this year was a great year that we saw was important to get the ball out of the middle. And as a Hawthorne member, I look forward, I'm supposed to hate Essendon, but I just can't. I like the team, I really do. I look forward to them making the eight this year and shutting these people up about how long it's been since you've won a final. It's, um, it'll come around when it comes around. So, yeah, look, bring on next year. I missed the, I missed the footy already. So you're a Hawthorne fan and you don't hate Essendon. I'm just trying to work out how that works, Albert. Just... Yeah, look, I was there for the line of the sand game and I think both teams gave as good as they got. The only... I just can't bring my head to dislike them. I really can't. Um, I like what they've brought. I like a lot of their players over the journey. You've been a great uh, side to watch, especially around the 2000 marks. Look, I just can't stitch along. 
<laughs> it's funny. A lot of Hawthorne fans are, are like that these days. I think it was Essendon for a long time. Uh, but for those a little bit younger, hello, A-Rod, uh, it certainly is Geelong is the modern-day rival. Thanks for your call, uh, Albert. Yeah, I don't think Todd Goldstein's been bought in to free up Sam Draper. I think it's a bit of insurance, to be honest. Uh, you know, Draper had his issues with his body this year. He had surgery after the season. He won't be back up and running and training until the new year. I think you've got to have three genuine rucks on your list. So they've got Draper, they've got Nick Bryan, who showed towards the end of the year that uh, he's not too far away from being ready to be a regular AFL player. And then they don't have anyone else apart from that. You know, Peter Wright and Sam Wiedemann can pinch it, but they're not rucks. Uh, so I think as a free agent, I think it makes a little bit of sense, uh, Todd Goldstein coming in. Let's get to Tim in Brighton. G'day, Timmy. G'day, Jules. Look, um, you know, I agree with you 100% regarding uh, Todd Goldstein. He's been brought in as insurance for Draper because of um, you know what he's had to undergo just recently. But um, the, the upside for Essendon is no question they had the most probably the most productive trade period of all the AFL teams. You know, with you know not just not just fringe players, but players with uh, real names and and uh, some credibility behind them. Like as we just mentioned, Goldstein, Mackay, and Gresham and and Dersmer, and and uh, and they did all that as well as maintaining their. Um, or still holding on to their, uh, their draft pick inside the, the top 10. So the, the upside is no no doubt those players. And uh, uh, you could also add to the upside, um, Scott, you know, already having uh, dipped his uh, feet into the water. He, he's, um, you know, he's, he's been there now. He's, he will have settled in a little bit. Um, he would have got the lay of the land. He would have put down his um, stamp of authority. So that's another upside. The, the, the downside, I'm thinking, is that um, in particular, with some of those players you brought in, like uh, Gresham and Dersma, they, you know they've got great potential, and people can see that potential. But that, those sort of players don't end up delivering, and uh, uh, you know the, the the gamble that you've taken uh, doesn't pay off. Interesting one, Xavier Dersma. I think it's a it's an interesting selection. Um, looking at you know people are already doing their best twenty twos, and people have whacked him straight on a wing at Essendon. Well. They've got Nick Martin, and everyone's forgot about Sammy Durham in these best 22s. He's not even on the bench in most of them. He had a really good season, uh, young player, top 10 in the best and fairest. So, you know, Xavier Dersma's going to have to work hard to, to get one of those two out of their uh, position. So, um, it, and Gresham, interesting, really interesting. If you can get back to the form he showed uh, early on in his career as a mainly a small forward, he's certainly an upgrade of what the Bombers have got uh, in that area. Thanks for your call, Tim. Uh, $50 e-gift card coming your way, redeemable online or in-store, thanks to the House of Golf, your one-stop shop for all things golf. Uh, plenty coming through about the Bombers uh, on the 40 Winks uh, temper. Uh, camp in Churnside Park's come back. Jules can't argue with you on the flag. Nothing like good banter in footy. I agree. Cam, uh, upside for Essendon, only have to watch their rubbish football six months of the year. Bit rough. Uh, the midfield just not good enough. Not enough rotations. Another one saying not enough size uh, in the midfield, which has uh, been a thing at Essendon probably for uh, a long time. Uh, upside uh, for two thirds of the year, they were pretty good. They were fifth after round seventeen. They played some good footy against the top sides. They showed for you know two thirds that they can play some good footy. They've got a key defender now, Ben Mackay. I know it's mixed the reviews on on Ben Mackay how good he is, but he's his one-on-one numbers are good. His intercept um, numbers are good. His body's been good the last three years, so he's going to make them better 
uh, in defence. And as uh, Tim mentioned then, Brad Scott's had 12 months to have a good look at the club. He's got another pre-season. Um, you know, he's made it pretty clear with some of his statements. Not about uh, living an elite lifestyle. It's an elite AFL lifestyle. So no doubt he's put the pressure on the players uh, to set better standards and come back as fit as possible uh, in the pre-season. Downsides defensively, got a long way to go. Still very poor defensively. Um is there a key forward that can support Peter Wright? Harry Jones, a lot of injuries. Sam Wiedemann didn't work. And they've got a young player, Jaden Hunter, who came across in the mid-season draft who looked okay uh, before he suffered an injury uh, in the VFL. And they've got three high draft picks that haven't played much footy. Nick Cox, Zach Reed, and Harry Jones. Cox has played 33 games in three years. Uh, only 11 in the last two after playing 22 in his debut season. Zach Reed's played eight games in three years. And Harry Jones has played 31 in four. So they invested a lot at the draft table in those three players. They need to get out there and play some footy in 2023. Let's get to Gary and Malvin before the break. G'day, guys. Yeah. Look, uh, the Bombers uh, certainly got to um, uh, get somebody to do their fitness and get them fit all the time because injuries have them this year and they won't do any good until they get a fitness guru, okay? Gotti Garrett, yeah, injuries have been a problem. Uh, soft tissue injuries and some players uh, with repeat injuries. If you look at, you know, Zach Reed's had his, you know, back issues. Harry Jones has had foot issues. You know, they've got to get Jake Stringer fit and firing because he is the one that can make a, a big difference uh, with the game on the line. So good call. Gary, appreciate it. We'll do another club tomorrow. We'll just work out after the show which club we're going to go tomorrow. Maybe it might be A-Rod's Hawks. Could be Mitch's Tigers.